All right, welcome everybody to the Canadian Perspective. We are off the rails, and Derek is not here, and it's just me. It's just me holding the fort down. Uh, he is gone. Permanently. Uh, there was a falling out between us. Um, he called me a stogie, and then, you know, that was it. Uh, it, you know, I kicked him off after that, because that's just unacceptable. So, uh, that's, that's not actually the situation. What's going on is, you know, Derek's uh, a busy guy, and what's happened is his band that he's in is requiring more and more of his time, and so he's only going to come in um, every second episode, okay? So every second episode, you'll see Derek, but the ones where he's not here, I am completely unleashed. You know, there's nobody to, to say, Cole, you can't say that, that's illegal, or... Nobody to say that, Cole, this is not that serious of an issue. No. None of that's going to be happening because it's just me. Um, and so we got an episode for you to, I mean, I can talk as much shit now as I fucking want. Do you know what, you know what's something about Derek Westra? You may not have known. He pisses in the sink. He pisses in the sink. I shit you not. That's not a joke. You know, he'll go like, oh yeah, I got to use the washroom. And he comes back, all you hear is the sink turn on. And turn off, and that's it. There's no flush, no whatever. And it's like, uh, what happened? Oh, I just pissed in your sink, bro. You can't, dude. You have to ask first. Then it's okay, you know? Uh, <laughs> but anyways, the stories we have today, I've, I've, I went in today thinking that there's no news, right? It turns out, there's a lot of fucking news, okay? We got, we're gonna talk some more shit about COVID-19, which I know everybody doesn't want to hear about. Uh... Canada has banned conversion therapy, which is fantastic. It's a, a win for the left in many ways. Uh, just, you know, we'll look at some funny stuff. You know, there's a, a new report released about the legalization of marijuana and how it, it has led to no extra traffic accidents. Uh, there's some recent pro-worker laws that were passed in Ontario that we'll take a look at. And, um, I mean, I guess... Just reading this headline kind of starts us off, but uh, Wab Canoe has COVID-19. That's right. The leader of the NDP in Manitoba has contracted COVID-19, unfortunately. So, I mean, I don't know what else is there to say about that story. <laughs> What's, uh, I mean, we could see what he had to say about it. I don't really, not like I really care. What do you say? Uh, you're going to bring me to Twitter now? The fuck? Earlier Speak. today, I tested positive for Jesus COVID. Christ is a quiet. Now, the, the symptoms fuck? that I'm feeling are mild. I'm lucky to have a place to self-isolate, and I'm also happy that my family is doing well. Now, I wanted to let people know this news, because with the government giving their throne speech this week and the House being back in session, people will probably notice that I'm going to be absent. Bad leader. But I want everyone to know that I will participate in both the throne absent speech during and meeting, the session virtually and will keep on, man. working hard on behalf of Manitobans. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, okay? And keep that cough under control, dude. Just put on a Hannibal Lecter mask, right? You know, just, just put on a muscle or something. Fucking cover your mouth. No, I'm kidding. Oh, well, I mean, he got COVID. This is the uh, this is a bad timeline. Just saying that Brian Pallister did not get COVID, and that uh, he did, wait did he did Brian get Pallister ever have COVID? Did he get COVID? <laughs> he never got COVID. So you know, 
we're living in a bad timeline when he gets COVID-19. So that's shitty. So on to the, the first story, to be fair, uh, that's actually an actual story, right? And not just um, a simple one-timing headline. So you know the story that we covered in the last podcast about the Omicron, the new Omicron COVID-19 strain? Uh, it was sort of a fast one because um, uh, we didn't really, really want to talk about COVID that much. But, you know, I did some reflecting on that new strain and thinking about, you know, the whole situation with the patent protections with the vaccine. And, you know, I did some other, saw some, read some other articles. And really, it's important to point out that there's an epidemic going on that's not COVID-19, and it's called AIDS. And AIDS has existed for quite a while, since, I think, what, the late 70s, early 80s? Uh, and the reason why it's not been fully eradicated is because, obviously, you know, the, the treatment for it is really only available in Western nations, right? And also, you know, it's kind of permanent in many ways. Uh, incurable is the right term. I don't know why I'm not reaching that word but the aids epidemic is still going on in poor nations specifically african nations the persistence and the vastly unequal impacts of this ongoing aids epidemic are are sort of a warning to this new omicron variant of the covid-19 virus right cuz this virus came out of south africa and I didn't put the dots together, but the nations that literally asked the World Trade Organization, the two countries that asked them to lift the drug patent protections for the vaccine were South Africa and India. And lo and behold, a new strain came out of South Africa after the World Trade Organization decided not to lift those patent protections, which is, you know, in some almost genocidal for them not to do that. But uh uh, the South African president even made a statement where he said the emergence of the Omicron variant should be a wake-up call to the world that vaccine inequality cannot be allowed to continue until everyone is vaccinated and everyone will continue to be at risk. Instead of prohibiting travel, the rich countries of the world need to support the efforts of developing economies to access and to manufacture enough vaccine doses for their people without delay, which is true. There is a vast inequality of the vaccines being distributed and because those patent protections are in place basically covid isn't gonna end that's really the end of the story just like aids how aids has never ended granted we do not have a vaccine for aids because of how the specific type of uh of how that disease operates right the complete compromisation of your immune system so uh but similarly, you know, just like how we don't have how AIDS has been able to exist in poorer nations, COVID will be able to exist in poorer nations and it can spread much faster. And so new variants will come out just like the Omicron variant came out of South Africa. Uh, and they'll probably be worse. Um, some of them will be weaker, but then those, you know, who cares about those? The ones that are much worse are going to come out and infect the whole world over again. And then you're going to have another season of COVID-19. And then if we still don't have the poor nations uh, vaccinated, another variant's going to come out. And then we're all fucked again. And I don't want to wear a mask for the next 60 years and have to go get a booster shot every six months. 
Okay, that's not a good alter. That's not a good solution. This current situation, like we can't let COVID be like AIDS, where it just exists out of sight, or we attempt to make it out of sight and out of mind, because we can't do that with COVID, right? It spreads too fast. So that means our leaders are going to have to do things that they don't want to have to do. And Canada, in particular, uh, has been very vague and wishy-washy on this whole on their whole position. Like the government government ministers, when they ask them up, when you ask them about the issue of the patent protections, they like to do, like de- deflect and shit and say, "Oh no, uh, well we're doing all this other stuff uh, to help with the vaccine." And then they they don't uh, they don't like to say their position on whether or not they should lift the protections and shit. It's like, bro, do you want to have COVID forever? Because I don't, and we're gonna have to keep talking about it. Be- until it goes away because at this point it's not just oh a virus is uh is uh destroying us and we need to find the cure and until the cure is found no we have it okay and now the only reason why it's still around is because of our leadership right now throughout the world the leadership throughout the world or in the rich nations have decided uh no we don't want COVID 19 to go away we're not going to vaccinate the poor nations and so or help vaccinate them by lifting the patent protections. And so, you know, we're just going to have COVID until they do something about it. So it, I don't know. We'll see if they do. We all know. I mean, it's capitalism runs the world, right? So they're not going to make their fucking companies uh, lose money, especially when those big pharmaceutical companies have so much power, right? They have so much power to do shit. And, uh, we all hope, listen, we all, all we can do now is hope and pray that they actually do something about this, right? But yeah, anyways. So that was the story with the Omicron variant. Uh, next up, we actually had some good news, maybe some news that isn't so trash. Uh, so Canada has now officially banned conversion therapy, which is good news. And some interesting stuff here that the conservatives did to be honest um we'll we'll talk about that so on wednesday the conservatives introduced a fast track to the banning of conversion therapy bill uh and i think our parliamentary session has just started basically and so because they introduced that fast track it meant that we could just you know bring it right in pass it immediately through the house uh, and that bill, we've covered it before because it was, it was attempted once in March of 2020, but died because, I don't know, I think the parliament, a prorogued parliament or something like that. I don't even know what the fuck that is. And then it was reintroduced again uh, in the next session, but then it died because of the, uh, the election, right? So something to point out. About this fast track, you know, everybody was clapping in the, in the uh, in Parliament after the fast track was introduced, and everybody was all happy. We were like, "Oh yeah, the Conservatives, oh they're such good guys." I just want to point out something, okay? <laughs> the third reading of the bill on June twenty second, twenty twenty one, the last reading before this fast track was introduced, sixty three Conservatives voted no. Okay, just want to point that out there. 63 voted no to 263 that voted uh, of everybody else. And a lot of people caught flack for that and it made the conservatives look really bad. 
Uh, and so something interesting to point out is that by voting to fast track the bill, lawmakers avoid having to record their vote on the bill. So after getting shit on and knowing that this bill is going to pass no matter what, because every other party voted yes, you know, uh, the conservatives were, had made a political move to save face and to fast track the bills to hide, hide their members no votes so they didn't get absolutely shit on in the press. How fucking smarmy is that, eh? I mean, I guess that, that's playing politics, right? At least the bill passed, but that's something to keep in mind, though, is that, you know, they weren't doing this just because uh, of the good of the heart, right? There was some uh, political motives there. Uh, but yeah, now that's passed the House, it's going to go to the Senate, and it's probably going to pass the Senate, not going to lie. And then they'll have uh, fully banned the uh, bullshit conversion therapy, right? Sending your kids to those uh, turn you not gay places, which uh, doesn't work. I mean, come on, just look at Milo Yiannopoulos, man. Like, dude, he went from having a husband to having a roommate. Like, that's not, there is no difference, actually. That's my stance. There's no difference between having a husband and having a roommate. If you live with somebody, you might as well be married to them. Yep. There we go. Give them a tax incentive as well. Fuck it. Uh, so that's what's going on in the United States. Uh, in Canada, it's pretty good. So meanwhile, in the United States, somebody fucking hijacked a fucking bus. Oh my god. <laughs> For those viewing the video right now, we gotta pull up. Some dude has hijacked a bus. A school bus, it appears. And is just ramming <laughs> in Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. Alright, that's fun. There's like 900 cops for riding after it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just thought you guys would want to see that. And what else is happening? Oh yeah, there was a vigil for a school, a shooting that happened in Oxford at a high school there. And this is what happened at the vigil. Somebody fainted. And then everybody proceeded to shit their pants and scream and run around. Understa I mean, well, I'll show, you, I'll show you the clip. Like, this is, I don't know if this is understandable. But... Just absolute pandemonium. Just one person fainted. One person fainted, and they're like, aw, shit, not again. The fucking, they had a PTSD flashback, dude. Holy shit. How long is this video? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Bro, hey. She's trying to help a homie out, dude. She's trying to help a homie out. Get the fuck out of here! That's what they're doing. Get the fuck out of here! Goddamn. So, I'm glad you don't live in the United States where. Not even the vigils are safe. Not even the vigils are safe, right? Apparently the police knew immediately it was like a medical emergency, but... And tried to like calm everybody down, but uh... Shit. It's not good. That's all we got for the United States stories. I don't know what else to say. I mean... They're just doing crazy shit in that place. Who fucking knows, you know? But something that is very interesting is there has been a new report recently. A new report on the marijuana.
And despite reports that came out immediately that uh, after legalization that, oh, there was some uh, new uh, uh, car crashes and shit, it turns out this report by what? The UBC study uh, that looked at... uh, crashes in Ontario and Alberta, it turns out that uh, they looked at 240,000 reports on emergency room patients from Ontario and Alberta, the only provinces that documenting ER visits, between 2015 and 2019, and they compared all moderate to severe car crash injuries to those recorded in the 14 months after cannabis legalization in 2018, and found the weekly average reports of traffic accident injuries in both provinces remained largely the same as before pot became legal, which is not surprising bro if you think marijuana's bad have you ever just fucking drained half of a 2-6 of like just the most poisonous shit you know just like fucking disgusting horrible garbage like you're drinking like kraken or something and your body immediately is trying to reject it because it is poison <laughs> and, and that is not you know if people are able to not drive on that you know marijuana is not nearly as impairing for your motor skills, I mean, you know, some debate in that, but nearly not as bad as if you're wasted, right? If you're just absolutely fucking wasted. Because there are people who are just blazed out of their mind and they function normally. Or if you're fucking wasted, uh, you're not, you would have to be an extremely skilled alcoholic in order to, to totally function on that. And so, you know, alcohol is already legal and way more impairing than uh cannabis is and so if people are gonna abstain from driving under the under the booze uh it's not surprising if they're able to abstain driving under the pot and even if they do it's probably not gonna have as bad consequences as uh as being uh wasted right okay so apparently they do note that there was uh the introduction of stricter federal legislation uh, such as Bill C-46, which amended the existing drug-impairing, the drug-impaired driving laws, which were introduced shortly after they legalized pot, may have an effect, may have had an effect on the results of the study. Everything I just said, uh, no, it does <laughs> While well, UBC report points to no increases in traffic injuries, OPP data showed the number of drug-impaired driving cases has increased from 261 in 2018 to 590 in 2020, an increase of 126%. Okay, of course, there's more drugs that are legal, so more people are going to drive under them, but turns out the there was no increase in traffic injuries after the cannabis legalization. There was an increase in traffic accidents, but no increase in traffic injuries. So yeah, that's good. You know, it's always good to know that. And something else to discuss. I mean, I think the last story that I had, I mean, I them like really quickly, but, uh, but it is now officially illegal in Ontario for your boss to bug you at home after work. We got him. We got them, boys, because everybody knows nothing more fucking annoying than your boss sending you a text after you fucking get home or on the weekend. Like, bro, I'm not I'm not working right now. It's the weekend. This is my time off. I don't want to have to think about your bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they passed a law that was called the Working for Workers Act 2021, which was proposed in October. 
And because of since everybody's staying home now more, and uh, that's led to like a basically a blurring of when you're at work, of what is being at work and what is being at home. Because even some people who had some bosses who had some decency not to text you uh, before the pandemic, uh, maybe they got a little loose after you know started to work for a home. So. Yeah, they pass a whole bunch of extra provisions about uh, if you have more than 25 employees to have a written policy and all that stuff. Ban the use of non-compete agreements that prevent people from exploring other work opportunities in order to make it easier for workers to advance in their careers. Yeah, bro, what is that? No compete agreements. You don't fucking own me. Well, I mean, I guess capitalism is really just slavery, except you get to choose your slave owner. So, you know, there's that. But I guess they do kind of fucking own you. As long as you work for them. But, you know, the whole idea is that you get to look for other slave owners to work for, right? So, the fact that they make you sign these bullshit agreements are, are just fucking stupid. Or, or those, those agreements, uh, when you get a job that says that you can't work for this other rival company or other companies similar to the, the company that you work for, that's just so ridiculous. Like. You're trying to fucking control my life after I quit? That's not how it works. If you quit the job, you quit the fucking job. You leave me alone, you know? But yeah, I mean, basically, that's, that's all the stories I had for today. I guess today was a short podcast. I mean, this is the first time really doing it solo for a while. And so, you know, uh, it kind of wasn't that humorous. Just kind of wanted to get the points down. It's very late, actually. So that's why I kind of had to finish quickly. But it's, it's 12 a.m., actually. So just so you guys know. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys like and subscribe and follow and do whatever the fuck they want you to do so the algorithm actually shows us people. Download the podcast. You know how it is. And yeah, that was the Canadian Perspective. Signing off. Goodbye.